This is Tanya Barbie of Barbie's Real Talk. I told you I'd be back. It, there has been so many challenges. I tell you, I'm, I am still stuck and, and highly grateful that I have had three children survive COVID. Every day I'm on eggshells because I have one more child and I live with that child. That child and I live together, rather. And um, he's my youngest. And I just, it's like I am so fearful. It is so frightening because we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Not that we ever did, but the future just seems so dim now with COVID lingering around and all of the all of the other issues with COVID and people still don't want to get vaccinated and then we have these these variants and it's 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 just not a joke but I am not going to give up and I encourage you not to give up I encourage you to stay focused and not get so caught up in the daily news. I get caught up in the daily news sometimes and I realize I'm 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 I'm, I'm actually preaching to myself at this moment. It gets me in a very sad way because I cannot believe we're still struggling with this dreadful, dreadful virus. And it is affecting so many of us. But on a better note, as I suggested, don't give up. We're still here for a purpose. And I'm so grateful that my three children, my three adult children have survived COVID. And one was in the hospital for, oh my gosh, over nine days tubes everywhere. That's my oldest. And I was so concerned. I was so worried. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And now he's back coaching his 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 high school kids basketball and flag football. And on top of doing a full time job and raising a family. So I am so grateful that God has spared him. And I my heart goes out to all of those that have so many losses to COVID and loss of income and so forth. This has been a very unfortunate time, but we are tested. So hang, don't, don't, no, forgive me. I never want to say hang in there. I want to say stay encouraged. Do what you can to, to get past this and get vaccinated, will you? Make sure you and your family members are vaccinated. But the title of this podcast, I'm so grateful to be back with you, is I'm still here and so are you. So think about what you want to do with your life. Think about what's important to you, what matters to you. 
where would you like to go? I've been sick with sinus issues and I, I just don't have any energy and my business projects um, have, have are not going as well as I would like them to go. Um, I did, however, finish a very successful Be the Rose, Not the Thorn Masterclass. And those women, the beautiful roses, learned a lot. And you know why I know? They told me so. Uh, they did a survey after the class, and we, it was for five weeks. And they said they learned a lot, and they're going to apply this to their lives so that they can be better. They can love again. They can start by loving themselves. They can be more in tune to what they want out of life. They can set up boundaries for themselves and don't let people cross their boundaries. So the class was very good and I'm excited about offering other uh, classes starting in January. But back to you, back to me, we're still here. So what do you want to do with this time? You know, 2022 is around the corner in a few days, actually. Think about it. A few weeks, uh, three weeks from now, we will be celebrating 2022. And if God is willing and we make it through to January 2022, what are your plans? What would you like to do in 2022 that you did not do in 2021? Be fearless. Write your goals down. I'm not really into resolutions. What I like to do is on my birthday, which is in July, I set up all my plans. I, I, and in January, I assess where I am with those plans. So I don't call those resolutions. I just modify my, my, my goals in January and see where I've been. Uh, I assess the situation. And in most cases, it's been very successful for me. During COVID, though, things are just in our in array, disarray. I just, uh, I, I don't know sometimes whether I'm coming or going, but I don't give up. And uh, when I do get stressful, I get sick. And I, the sickness just lingers like it is right now. And I had, I said, I got to do something about that. And I got to be more in control of how I feel. And I got to stop getting discouraged when things don't work out the way that I want them to. And if you have that issue too, just stay in faith. Don't give up. You may not be able to take those leaps, steps that you're accustomed to doing. Just take small steps one day at a time and keep affirmations all over your house, especially in your bathroom and in your kitchen and in your closet to remind you of where you're trying to get to and to encourage you. And for instance, um, I am powerful. I forgive myself. Um, I am strong. Let the weak say I am strong. That's a scripture. Um, Stay focused. Don't get discouraged. These are just a few affirmations that can help you stay focused on your dreams. And don't get discouraged. And when you do get discouraged, because that's easier said than done, say a small prayer. 
ask God to cover you. Ask God to be your protection. Ask God to send you what you need. Ask to surrender to him. That will help you stay focused, stay steered in the correct, in the right direction, and stay on the right path. And sometimes we're going to fall. We're, per- we're not perfect people. We're not going to always do things the right way. So don't be so hard on yourself. And know that you can get through anything, anything with God in your life. Stay focused. And remember, you're not done yet. We're, 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 looks like we're making it into the new year. That is an awesome accomplishment. Don't take it for granted. That means you're not done. That means you have other opportunities to get it right. Never stop dreaming. Never stop thinking about your plans, what you want to do in life. Never give up. And we need to be an example for those coming behind us. Like I haven't been feeling good and my son had a, my youngest son had a wrestling match and he was out of town and I was just laying around because I didn't feel good. I didn't want to do anything. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. I feel so terrible. And when he called, when he texted me actually and said, hey, mom, I came in five I I came in fifth place. I immediately got up. He gave me the motivation to push through how I felt, get some things done. I finished the laundry. I folded up everything. I got his uniforms together. And it made me feel accomplished. Even though I didn't feel good, I pushed through that madness. And sometimes that's what we have to do, push through the madness because he's not done with us. We we obviously have a future. So don't wallow away in your future. Do something about it. Fulfill those dreams. Get involved. Get engaged in what you want to do. Make it happen. Those small steps can make such a difference. The small steps can get to the bigger steps. And before you know it, people will be in our corners to help us. But it's up to us to get it started and to not give up, to have faith throughout the whole process, even on our bad days. Push through it to the best of your ability. Push through it one step at a time. I'm still here and so are you. So obviously we have some things to do. Our time is not meant to be wasted. Watching television all day, binge watching. I got caught up in that. There's some good shows on the uh, streaming uh, channels, networks. It's amazing. And it can you can get caught up in it. And the next thing you know, your whole weekend is shot. We have too much to do. There's too much pain in our society. Be a part of the solution. Think about what you can do to eradicate some of that pain. I've decided to take on the challenge of working with women. I call them the roses. 
to help them through their challenges of loss, loss of 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 spouse no longer in their life, through divorce, domestic violence, and so forth. Helping them to overcome whatever is has stinted them from growing, from loving again, from taking chances, from not being bitter, hateful, discouraged due to a loss of a relationship. So that's where I come into play and that's what my focus is outside of my day job. And I'm in prayer that one day I don't need the day job. I can just focus on the beautiful roses and helping them and aspiring them to be the best version of themselves. So think about, because guess what? God has blessed each one of us with talents. You may not even know your talents because you've been so busy in the nine to five, the day in and day out, the hustling and the bustling all over the place. But he has blessed you with a talent. Find out what that talent is if you don't know. It's typically what you're passionate about. That was yours. That is your gift. What you're passionate about. See how you can monetize that passion in helping others. And sometimes it's not about the money. It's just about serving someone, giving back. So think about that because I'm still here and so are you. That means there's something here for us to do. He's not done with us yet. So why should we be done with ourselves? Why should we be complacent? Why should we give up? Why should we be depressed? Why should we feel like the world is over when it has just started? Life is so short anyway. So let's just make the best of it and be the best version of ourselves. When I had my nervous breakdown back, uh, let's see, in 2000, no, 1995, I believe. I can't remember. I will say this. I'm bad in math. Y'all do the math for me. It was 26 years ago. The reason why I know is because my daughter is turning 26 tomorrow. I thought I would never get through it. I thought it was the end of my time and I knew I was still living. So I was, I had decided to just stop living even though I was still living. I shut down mentally. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to raise kids anymore. I don't want to go to work. I just wanted to sulk because I was so down on my spirit. But when I was hospitalized, I said to myself, I want more than this. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to stay here. So I made a concerted effort to do something about it. I made the decision to get up, get my mind right, and be in a better position so that I can take care of my children. So the first thing I did was make that decision. 
I started going to therapy, weekly sessions. I divorced my husband who was extremely abusive. And that's when my life changed. My job got better. I got more responsibilities. I became a supervisor. I got more money. And I was able to take better care of my family alone. I joined a new church. And my life picked up. But I had to make those decisions to change my life. Our mindset is a terrible thing to waste. We have to be focused on what is good for us. We have to be focused on what is good for us. And we have to understand that either you're, you have a positive mindset or a negative mindset. And I will talk more. I will do some, some podcast on mindset because it is extremely awesome to know that you can do anything you want to do with the right mindset. And you can stay positive with the right mindset. Because even in negative situations, you look at the good in that negativity and that makes it positive. We're supposed to grow through what we have gone through. So anything negative that has happened to us can actually turn around and be positive just by the way we look at it, just by the way we have managed it, just how the way we have pulled it all together as a result of something negative happening to us. See, Negativity is going to be around us one way or the other. Hardships are going to be a part of our lives. No one in the whole wide world has had a perfect life. We're going to go through challenges. We're going to go through stumbling blocks. We're going to go through setbacks. But it's our place to know what to do in those situations. To make them better. To come out of it. I always say you got to go through it to get to it. I want to say that one again. You got to go through it to get to it. And on that other side of that path of getting to it, you look back and say, wow, I did that. Wow, I, I got through that mess. Wow, I'm still standing. Wow, I, I'm okay. It's handled. As Kerry Washington used to say on Scandal, it is handled. We should all aspire to handle stuff in our lives, even the complicated stuff. I am in so much debt right now. And I'm, as I'm writing down all of this stuff from the business side, from the personal side, from robbing Peter to pay Paul for the business side, I'm looking at all this and like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? College loans. 
all of this all at one time on my plate. How did this happen? What am I going to do? I decided I am not going to let it tackle me to the extent of failure. I'm going to get through it one day at a time, one step at a time with some experts to help me. One day at a time. I'm no longer going to feel bad. I'm no longer going to hold it to me hold me in a way where I resent what I've gotten myself into. I forgive myself. And that's what we have to do. We have to learn to look in that mirror and see that self-image. And, 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 and in my class, I talk to the ladies about the beautiful roses. I talk to them about looking in that mirror until you learn to love yourself. Many of us look in the mirror originally, initially, and see nothing but flaws. The bags under my eyes, the 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 eyelashes that need to be uh, planted, replanted because I've used so many lashes in my in my adulthood. Um, uh, the 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 teeth aren't as white as they used to be. I remember the it, it reminds me of a bad uh, bike accident I was in and knocked half my teeth out of my mouth when I was just 12 years old. I think about all the horrific stuff. And I think about, I'm I'm not as pretty as I wish I was. Why are we looking at the flaws? Why are we looking at, oh, I wish my nose was smaller. Oh, I wish my cheeks were more um, sharper. I wish it makes, it'll define my face better. Oh, I wish my head wasn't so big. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have this tiny bald spot in the top of my head, um, which I'm becoming self-conscious about. No, we cannot think about these things anymore. We have to think about the image that God has. He created all of us in his image. He's not flawed. So why are we looking at our flaws? Why are we focusing in on the things that are not good instead of all the things that are awesome about us? So I challenge the roses to keep looking in that mirror until they see the beauty. And that's a challenge in itself because many of us cannot do that. Many of us cannot even look in the mirror that long, except for to apply the makeup. But I challenge you to do that. Do that exercise until you look in that mirror and say, voila, wow, flaws and all. I am a good person. I am a beautiful person. I am magnificent because God created me. I'm his masterpiece. When you start looking in the mirror and saying those words about yourself, that's when your self-image is improved. That's when you become amazing. That's when you become the boss of yourself, your surroundings, and all that you want out of life. Life is short, so let's make the best of it. Let's not give up on our dreams. If you don't have any dreams, let's start creating dreams. Let's do it together. 
never give up on you. Because if you give up on you, what's left? What's left? We always want so much more from other people in regards to us. But we don't do that for ourselves. So how do we expect so many others to give, give, give to us? Be nicer. Treat us with respect. Um, Smile at me when you see me. Um, Little things. But we don't do it with ourselves. So whatever you want from others, give it to yourself first. And then they'll have to stand in line to do the same thing in regards to you. But it starts with you. And that's where those boundaries come into play. If you don't have any boundaries, if you have a, if you start setting up boundaries for yourself, then others will have to take heed. Oh, she's got a boundary. Oh, I can't, I can't, if I'm dating and, and I say you can't come to my house after nine o'clock and somebody, uh, uh, the guy is knocking on my door at 10, he crossed my boundaries. I said after nine o'clock. Oh, it's only an hour. Uh-uh. My boundaries said nine o'clock. When you start laxing on your boundaries, you won't have any boundaries. It's critical that you stick to the plan. Stick to your boundaries that you set up for yourself. Only you can set up your boundaries. I can give you examples, but only you know what works for you. What's important to you. And anytime you're feeling uncomfortable in a situation with a relationship, Typically, it's a warning that he's not the one for you. Or in case a a man is listening, she is not the one for you. We have to take control of our lives. We have to know, know what we want out of our, our lives. That is our responsibility. Nobody else's. Many times we're upset with people in our lives because they're not telling us what we should be doing. They're not telling us what we need to hear. They're not showing us what we need from them. It's so important that we start by giving it to ourselves. Then hopefully those in our lives will emulate what we're doing for ourselves, for us. It's so important that we love ourselves. It is so important that we don't give up. It is so important that we don't lax in our plans and our goals because of minor setbacks. I have to remember that one. I get so frustrated when things aren't going the way I had planned them to go. In due season, things work. Not in our seasons, not on our watch, not on our calendar. This is the day I'm going to be a best-selling author. This is the day I'm going to sell 3,000 books. Uh, Not in our time. We can plan all we want. If it's not in God's time, it's not in his time. But that doesn't mean we are supposed to give up because of these frustrations. We're supposed to keep going. 
keep going because I'm still here and so are you. That's very important. You're here for a purpose. We're not here just to give up oxygen. One thing my son said while he was in the hospital with tubes everywhere, it was such a sight. Um, He said, Mom, he says, you all get oxygen for free. Right now, I have to pay for oxygen. We get oxygen for free, y'all. That is so profound. We get up, we breathe in and out oxygen on a day-to-day basis. We're still alive for free. Don't waste that opportunity. Take advantage of every day. Rest appropriately. Eat well. Exercise. Do your best as if you're not doing it for your employer. You're not doing it for your customers. You're doing it for God. And watch how you get rewarded. And never forget how how awesome life is. It's an opportunity. It's a chance for us to acquire the American dream. It's a chance for us to leave a legacy for our children. It's a chance for us to be better. Never give up on that. Never. Because I am still here and so are you. This is Tanya Barbie of Barbie's Real Talk. If you got something out of this, please share it. Feel free to leave a comment to me. I am on social media under I am still a rose. I am Tanya Barbie. Tanya Barbie. You can find me anywhere and you can buy my books anywhere books are sold. The Little Girl Inside, and I Am Still still a Rose in Spite of It All. That's a story of my whole life and how I overcame a lot of obstacles to be here with you today. I've enjoyed this time with you. Have a wonderful day, and I will see you soon. Bye.